Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. What a world. Yeah, you could finally see an unfettered view of Tom and Lucinda's backyard once again. Finally. Oh, those bars were really uh, uh, confining, uh, or just mostly our view, because we're still in the same place. Still unable to move. Still unable to move, but we are technically free. Yes. Oh, it feels good. It feels really good. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Look at the look at the sun. Hey, hey, buddy. We'd love to have you back on sometime. We'd love to have you. Oh, he's focusing on something else. Yep. Oh, yeah. I think I just saw, yeah, a, a beam of light that spelled out the words Cheryl Crow. I miss you. Huh. Oh, huh. I hope they're doing okay. Yeah, we'll have to check in at some point. We'll have to see if they're still together. Yeah. <laughs> if he hasn't uh, singed her to a complete crisp. Yeah, I haven't heard any news about Cheryl Crow being singed to a crisp, so. No, no, neither have I. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really croping. It didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Nice. The puns are fast and loose now that we're free. Yeah, yeah, they didn't happen before. Definitely not before. No, I don't think you said a single pun uh, back when those bars were here. Uh Uh-uh. At least none of uh, intention. None of them were intentional. So, uh, hey, Tony, I got a question for you. All right, that feels good. Come on. Uh huh. Answer me this: What are your top three favorite TV shows of all time? Whoa. Top three favorite TV shows. I mean, of all time, obviously, we've kind of been exposed to television more and more, you know, in the last few years, honestly. You know, it's kind of, it's, it's kind, of uh, kind of weird, a leaf asking uh, a geode what their favorite TV shows are, but, you know, people have rubbed off on us. Recently, I've really enjoyed uh, watching... The White Lotus, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm waiting. You know, I actually know The White Lotus, but I, you know, I, I, I'm waiting for them to make an appearance in season two. Yeah, I was going to say, is it, uh, I, I haven't seen it. Is it a, is it, is it pretty much just all about The, the White Lotus, our, our good friend? I, honestly, I think it's a little bit more abstract. I think it's more of an artistic vision because The White Lotus doesn't seem to really ever appear. Uh, I think it's it's kind huh. of like the presence of it, but it's it's really just you know uh, a lot of humans being weird and sexy and backstabby and well and, uh, huh. emotionally distant, emotionally close. Uh, oh, that's a missed opportunity because the White Lotus is a very uh, interesting personality. Oh yeah, I mean they got stories up the wazoo. Oh yeah, you could just keep the camera on the White Lotus and you're good. Yeah, I had a mushroom cam on the White Lotus. I have some old footage, you know. It doesn't really translate. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you just kind of have to, like, uh, n- nestle up against the mushroom and kind of absorb uh, its uh, <laughs> vibrations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I think humans do have more functional televisions than we do, being that ours are mushrooms that aren't TVs. Uh-huh. It's kind of, you know, it's a, a, a it's not a one size fits all to uh, different mushrooms are interpreted differently by different uh, elements of nature. So, yeah, I love Yellowstone. What can I say? Uh, you know, can't get enough of the bison, the crackling forest grasshoppers, the boiling uh, mud pots, you yeah. know, and then they have all these kind of cowboy looking people who are kind of blocking the stuff I care about. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not, there's people in Yellowstone. It's not just, uh... Unfortunately, it seems like a lot of television is kind of run by people for people, you know? What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, now that I think about it, every time I, you know, floated past a window and peeked peeked in, uh, people are just looking at people. That's another missed opportunity. I mean, Tiffany, the geyser, what an opportunity. Yeah, no, another missed opportunity. She's so entertaining. Yeah, I mean, if anybody has seen a Tiffany musical, they never forget it. The uh-huh. lyrics are impeccable, and every seat's a splash zone. Shabobo da dobo. Shabobo da bobo. Uh, Bibi da boobop. Uh, what, a, what a splash hit. Yeah, I'd love to see Tiffany get at least, you know, um, 
an HBO special or something. Yeah, yeah. She'll probably yeah. get it someday. Yeah, you know, uh, it'd be great. Uh, or I'd love to see Tiffany at the the Moth Storytelling Hour, obviously <laughs> yeah. run by all the moths we know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Might be a little uh, dangerous for those little guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess they might get boiled alive. Yeah, just by the steam alone. Uh, and I guess my third favorite television show all time, and this is an old one. This is before I watched human TV, was mm. probably watching a caterpillar turn into a butterfly from, uh, you know, season one, uh, which was just kind of them as a caterpillar. Season two was building the chrysalis. Season three mm. was the body of the caterpillar just melting into ooze inside of the chrysalis Whoa. and reassembling. And they actually got canceled um, by a hawk <laughs> before they could finish the story. So I was so excited to see the butterfly come out, but a hawk just swooped in and they, they axed the show by, by eating by eating the chrysalis. Uh, that sounds like a good show. It I was mean, so I was good. Riveted. Yo, you saw it too. Uh, no, I was riveted by your retelling of it. Well, but I, I didn't see, I think you might've been the only person who saw that show because I think that's why it was canceled. I mean, so I guess I guess uh everything we look at <laughs> is, is defined as is, television. Is a TV could show. Be? Is that wow. what it is? So the theme of today's episode could just be anything. <laughs> right. Because right. yeah. Well uh, Wait, because? Well no <laughs> are we gonna introduce the uh <laughs> When do we introduce the theme before after that? I don't know. I'm feeling so free that I say we're wild. We do whatever we want. All right, play us in crickets. Hello. Welcome to an extremely freeing episode of Nature Talks to Itself, the only podcast by nature for everybody. But if you are uh, some Spanish moss growing upon uh, an old oak tree, you might enjoy it a little bit more. I am your co-host, Tony Rocky Road Geode. And I am a tiny crunchy leaf, first name a tiny, last name crunchy leaf. And today's theme is, I guess, literally anything. Television. (laughs) (laughs) Right, yeah. At first, television, but I guess anything you look at is TV according to nature. Well, at least we did an entire five minutes before we just kind of opened it up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some pretty interesting things, you know, in my life. But are are they TV shows? Everything you look at, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know what? That could be a, a new segment. We never do segments, but maybe TV or not TV. That is the question. So you maybe you tell me what you see, and then we can see if it's actually TV. Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you what I see right now. I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I just meant in general, like, oh. oh, what are your favorite things that could be a TV show? But yeah, you tell me what you see right now. You're facing a different direction. Okay, well, I see uh, kind of, uh, uh, there's a lot of dead grass here. A lot of dead grass in Tom and Lucinda's backyard. They haven't, oh. been, look- they haven't been looking after their grass at all. Too busy they're, with the Wizard of Oz, as too we busy all know. With, yeah, too busy drinking margaritas and doing acid watching the, the first five minutes of the Wizard of Oz. Classic. So they're not really tending to the yard. So I see kind of an overgrown yard with a not, not a lot of, you know, kind of brownish grass. And I see some weeds. That sounds like an HGTV show, honestly. This is a fixer-upper. This is a fixer-upper. There we go. That's a show. So TV or not TV? TV. Okay. I think what you're you're looking at right now is is essentially a television program. I mean, it's a very, probably a long fixer-upper. I, I think <laughs> it might be seasons and seasons before the fixing upping starts oh uh, yeah i th- i mean i think this could also be an intervention episode as well oh you know tom and lucinda they could use some help 
You want to get involved? I, hey, if I could, if I could get over there and if I could communicate with them clearly, um, I, I would. But uh, the amount of acid they do, I feel like they might be the most receptive to maybe feeling the vibrations of the way we talk. That's true. That's true. Or they could, you know, I don't know if they have access to, uh, you know, Spotify or iTunes. They could listen to this podcast. We could try and intervene. Yeah. Well, I, I unfortunately, we're only on Peapodify and Flytunes, my friend. I have not oh, been right. able to get us hooked up to a computer. Of course, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, so the only humans <laughs> listening to this podcast then <laughs> are hooked up uh, via... Uh, uh, via nature. Yeah, they get, you got to be absolutely insane to other humans to have heard our podcast. Wow. <laughs> you know, once we're out of here, once we're free of this, uh, you know, semi-imprisonment semi without bars, I think we got to really focus on getting the pod out there to more people. Yeah, maybe we could expand. Maybe we could, you know, yeah, do a little bit more, do like get, grind a little bit, you know? Oh, yeah, I'm good at grinding. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm a geode. I mean, that's what I'm doing all day, every day, kind of grinding against things. Yeah, you're always grinding with that rough surface. You got a rough surface, but, a, you know, I guess it's pretty rough core, too. When you well, think about you know, it. I'm an anti-hero, uh, complex character. Would you say, am I TV or not TV? Oh, you are TV, my friend. You could have a whole, <laughs> you know, you you could have season after season. I mean, you've been, you've seen... A lot. Oh, yeah. Life. You know, I was the original peak television. I was on top of a mountain peak. And uh, <laughs> so I can, <laughs> I can yeah. see everything. Everyone could see you. Yeah. At least at a distance. Most, you know, if you're the, the tallest peak, uh, you can see that from pretty far away. So, yeah. People couldn't see the detail, although I had a lot of <laughs> eagles who really liked watching me. <laughs> Really? Did you have like a, a dead uh, dead vermin next to you or something like that? Okay, uh, uh, insulting much? <laughs> oh no, I just you I'm think just, I didn't <laughs> keep the peak clean of dead vermin? Well, uh, I'm sorry, I, I I shouldn't have said that. I I I I just wouldn't assume an eagle would immediately find uh, you know would be. A sp uh, I, I should have said anything. No, but. no, I, I was being sensitive. I, you were right on the money. That's why. It just kind of hurt because it was true. I, oh, because there was dead vermin. There right was next. a lot of dead vermin up on the mountain peak that was me. Because <laughs> the vermin, uh, it was kind of an Everest situation. Was it Everest? Is that where you were? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was called. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't really want to brag, but, but I was the peak <laughs> of Mount Everest originally Holy before shit. it got knocked down. <laughs> That's an incredible position to be in. You I have, know. You have lived the most. <laughs> The most incredible life. Well, you know, I, it's just normal to me. And back in the day, the reason there were so many dead vermin is they were all scaling it. It originally was called Mouse Everest. That's and what, they, they couldn't that's breathe what I in thought. that atmosphere. They, they froze to death. Up I was going to ask. I was going to say, did they try and reach the peak? And then by the time they got there, they just they were just exhausted. And Very frozen. few of them did reach. And the ones who did died and froze into little bucks. Uh, did they? Did any of them stick little, uh, like a little flag into you because you were the very top of the, uh, like a little mouse flag, like a little chunk of cheese, or yeah, kind of? They, they they did bring cheese, but everything was so frozen solid that it was, <laughs> I, I don't know, kind of. Hey, listeners, if you are sensitive, uh, I guess um, mouse bodily harm trigger warning. It snapped off its tail. It was so cold put the cheese on the tail and planted it into me uh, and then just keeled over. That is brutal. <laughs> yeah, mouse Everest. It's horrifying. Uh, so before, so no human knew that. The, the humans who scaled Everest had no idea. There was a whole generation of mice who were snapping their tails off, going through brutal conditions to, to shove some rock solid cheese into Tony the Geode. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. Uh, I do think that those, you know, those red wall books, those humans love. Yes. Martin the warrior. 
Yeah, oh, we got a fan. Yes, of course. Well, I I think that was actually kind of, you know, ripped from the headlines initially. I think a human plagiarized uh, a mouse. Yeah, you know what? That's, that's, that's TV. That humans are just plagiarizing nature all the time. They're just. They had an original idea in their stupid lunk-headed brains ever. I don't think so. They're just filming the world. And that's, they're just stealing the world for their TV shows. It's like, you know, they don't ask the location if they can film there. You know, they ask some other person if they can film at the location. Like, can I film your tree? They don't ask the tree. No. They're just constantly stealing nature. Yeah, they, they post, they'll, they'll post a uh, uh, notice of filming onto a tree. Yeah, but out of their brethren, right? Posting. It's like imagine if someone, imagine if someone skinned a human, baked him in an oven, and then stapled him to another human and said, "We're gonna film all over you, buddy." That's yeah. pretty gruesome. This is getting gruesome. And that I would say to me, that's good TV. TV that's, or not TV? <laughs> that's good TV. Yeah, that is some good TV. Oh, yeah. Uh, Everything is TV. Everything is everything. You know, now that we're free, I just think, you know, we could be loose with the theme. We could be loose loose with what TV is. (laughs) TV is everything. Uh, Yeah. I should have asked what your top three favorite TV shows were. I should just ask, what were your top three favorites? Yeah. And I tell you, (laughs) anything I say is TV. (laughs) So I guess the segment is TV or TV. Right. Oh, it feels good to be free. It does feel good to be free. It feels different. The possibilities are endless. The world is our oyster. You know where that phrase came from? Where? An oyster. (laughs) You don't say. (laughs) (laughs) What did you think I was going to say? I I don't know. (laughs) I had no idea. I just kind of, I honestly assumed, uh, you know, I, I assumed as much. Well, it's kind of a, you know, a, I think this, the phrase originally came from an oyster because it was self-reflexive. It was kind of like, mm. the world is our oyster. Our life is our life. I am my, the world, you know? I think we do live in ourselves a little bit more than we realize. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We're all seeing it from our, our own point of view, you know? I'm looking this way at these weeds. You're looking that way at... At, uh, at the house. I'm looking at the house. Oh, yeah, I got a great view of our evil or uh, other selves, I will say. Oh, yeah, what are they doing? They're looking through the window watching that freaky couple watch The Wizard of Oz. It's like all they do. <laughs> That's No wonder they're so pissed off. They just have miserable, I mean, what are they, are, they're so mad that they're just like sticking to their guns to, to watch the first fight. Are they that enthralled by the Wizard of Oz? Or, or are they just so. like in such a grumpy, miserable place that they're just. I think that's what it is. I think they are making their own misery at this point. You know, right. I think right. they're stuck in the idea that like we're mm-hmm. mad about this thing. This is all we have. All they want to do is complain, you know. Uh, yeah. Ugh, they're just basking in their misery. They're, I mean, yeah. Let me see if I can uh, squint over here. See what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. There we go. Yeah, I saw a little fleck of you kind of just pop open on the other side. Yeah. Yep. They're just <laughs> we're just looking at the backs of them. I guess, you know, we're doing looking. TV or TV. TV or TV. Us watching them, watching <laughs> people watching TV. What do you think? TV or TV? <laughs> that has to be TV. I mean, absolutely. I would say that we're kind of doing a mystery science treater sort of thing, you know? We kind of are. Like uh, uh, once removed. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, we're uh-huh. like cousins of television right now. Once <laughs> removed. Did you ever watch Mystery Science Treater? I did watch Mystery Science Treater, um, where trees would watch their own shadows uh, crawl across the ground and uh, kind of make fun of what their shadows were doing. Yeah. That was fun. Those were the days. Oh, I used to crack up at Mystery Science Treater. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, it felt like for me, it was um, a, a thanks rocking tradition to kind of watch a lot of them. Oh, it was. Uh, <laughs> what kind of food do you eat at thanks rocking? Nothing. We didn't eat. 
<laughs> I wish I had a better answer for you. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. we, we, we'd say, you know, what we were graniteful for, uh, but uh -huh. that's about it. Yeah, we, we would celebrate uh, Thanks Leafing. Similar, but slightly different traditions. Yeah, slightly different traditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you do? Yeah, you ate? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Did you have like a sunlight cornucopia or something? Sunlight cornucopia and a carbon turkey. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, it tasted, it was pretty bland. It was just, <laughs> just carbon. Yeah, what made it a turkey, I guess? Uh, the fact that it was uh, thanks leafing. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, again, another thing humans ripped off from us. We were the ones who, <laughs> who had turkey-based things. I mean, obviously, <laughs> thanks rocking, um, we had the turkey tree, which is a totally different tradition. But I mean, the turkey-based stuff came from turkeys and then passed on to other nature. Turkey-based stuff came from turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get this straight. <laughs> Wait, uh, yeah, what's what confusing about it? <laughs> what came first? Things named turkey? Wait, <laughs> turkey base? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, okay. All I'm saying is, you know, you had a carbon turkey. I had a turkey tree. Uh-huh. Thanks leafing, thanks rocking. Came before Thanksgiving. Right. Humans right, are right. like, we're the ones who eat the turkey. And I'm right, saying, right, no right, way. Right. First of all, Turkeys, <laughs> turkeys are where turkeys came from. Right. And we use turkeys in our holidays. I think it's abundantly clear. I feel so free to to share these ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I mean, just, you know, just tell it how it is. You know, that this is what, you know, this is what this podcast is for. It's communicating to humans what is actually going on here. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm loving that we're feeling free to tell humans what the hell is going on, you know? What the hell is going like, on? You guys got to open your eyes here. You got to open your eyes and shut your dang traps. Yeah. There we go. I said it. Shut your traps and listen for a sec to the trees. Yeah. Listen. Come on. Just listen. Open for those ears and shut those traps. Open those ears and shut those traps. Open those eyes and shut your yaps. Close your mouths and... Uh, toss the bear traps. Hold your breath. A bear is coming. Watch out for the bear. Boom, boom. Here he comes. All right. TV or not TV. Or TV or TV <laughs> is the new question. Not TV. <laughs> wow. First, not TV. Uh, yeah. TV or TV. I'm going to go not TV. I don't know wow. if I would watch that song. <laughs> what a twist. If this were a TV show, I would be riveted. Boom, boom. Here comes the bear. <laughs> yep. Who could have seen uh, the bear trap coming? Just, just, yeah, I'd have, my, I'd have my, the popcorn just, just in my hand, but not going in my mouth at that part. Just, yeah. whoa. Of course, whoa. the popcorn being carbon and my mouth being uh, my stem. Yeah. Well, you know, I think we have to kind of give parallels to humans. Uh, right, right. It's like, this is how you have to imagine things. We're doing half the work for you by kind of framing it in your language. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah I guess my stem is my mouth and my my leaf crispiness, that my leafness <laughs> that is not the stem is uh, my ash. Wow. So yeah. that's your ash. That's probably my ash, right? Damn. Okay. That's a crispy ash. That's a crispy ash. So, and I, I'm pretty much just a mouth and an ash. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> hey, ash the mouth. You know, that's where you are. <laughs> I'm that's a, pretty much it. Yeah, I'm a human centipede incarnate. Can we talk about the human centipede for a second? Sure. Can you believe that some freak made a movie and besmirched the good name of Centipede? I, you know what? I can believe it. Like I said, they're always besmirching. They're always stealing. They're all, they're always distorting uh, the good nature. Do you the, know any of the inhuman centipedes? Uh, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty of centipedes have strilled across uh, my ash. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of part of their de decomposition process. Like, a forest needs to be eaten by centipedes and other kind of, you know, uh -huh. those, those guys, and, and they're, they're eating you, you know? Yeah, centipede uh, munched a little bit of me away once, and I was happy to happy to provide, happy to happy to provide, because that centipede later died, and those uh, you know little bits and pieces of the centipede got absorbed into the into the bed of the forest floor, and uh, my big papa ate it up, sent it right back to me. Nice, big papa. It was pretty quick cycle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> that centipede decomposed really quickly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they move quickly, so I guess they might just decompose quickly as well. Yeah, maybe. I think they're the fastest decomposing being uh, uh, there is. Actually, centipedes. Wow, <laughs> there's something you never heard, humans. Yeah, yeah, you should look it up. It's a true fact that you should yeah. look up. Yeah, you. I, the way that it happens kind of looks like that human movie uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, the end where like that guy's uh -huh. face melts. It's just yeah, kind of yeah. like, ah! yeah, just, the centipede, just like the legs and the, the pieces of it just sort of melt away. Yeah. As uh -huh. it screams. <laughs> yeah, as it screams. And I'm pretty sure there, there are like, you know, spirits uh, flying around and screaming oh, at them yeah. as well and kind of like, you know, almost like banshees kind of <laughs> screaming while it happens. Well, I mean, the problem is, is that while centipedes are good for decomposition, they're always looking for that arc. You know, they're always trying to repurpose it for their nefarious purposes. <laughs> yes, that's what humans don't know. Also, that centipedes are, oh, they're addicted to finding the arc. And I don't know if, I don't know where they got word of the arc in the first place, but they're obsessed. <laughs> yeah, I think that's an issue of humans poisoning centipedes' brains because obviously the Ark of the Covenant is a not a nature a thing. <laughs> no, and uh, I don't even know if it, I mean, yeah, it probably doesn't exist uh, at all in reality anyways. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen it. I've never seen it, so I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a good rule of thumb. If you can't see it, then it doesn't exist. <laughs> I feel uh -huh. free enough. To say that now. <laughs> yeah. I gotta see it to believe it. Gotta see it to believe it. I don't care who you are. No. Yeah. You could be Bill Clinton and I got, you know, I've, I've never seen you. I don't believe in you. Yeah. Even Bill Clinton. Yeah. You, How about wait, that? Even you would, even Bill Clinton, you wouldn't believe that uh -huh. Bill Clinton existed? I've never seen the man. Okay. I've heard tale of, of, <laughs> you know, his misdeeds. But I have never seen the man in the flesh. Yeah, I guess you convinced me. I don't believe in Bill Clinton anymore either. Yeah, I mean, come on, Santa Claus, Bill Clinton, it's all the same. It's all the same. They've all got white hair. Yeah. And, and rosy cheeks and noses, I guess. Yeah, honestly, there's a lot. <laughs> you know, did Coca-Cola invent the modern Bill Clinton? I think maybe. The jolly Bill Clinton. The jolly Bill Clinton. You know, I've has anyone ever seen Bill Clinton and Santa Claus in the same room? No. And uh, I mean, I wonder how many people leave out cookies for Clinton. Cookies for Clinton. Was it cookies for Clinton first and then toys for tots? I think so. Cookies for Clinton. And then people were like, hey, maybe this charity isn't much of a charity. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we're only helping this guy. Who who doesn't exist in our eyes. Exactly. Also. Let's give it to real children. Right. Um, but alliterative. Toys for tots. Toys for tots. Yeah. They figured that'd be better than cookies for Clinton. <laughs> cookies for Clinton. Yeah. Bill Clinton once a year would slip down your chimney. Uh, he'd creep around your house. He'd grope some cookies away from a plate and munch them right up, hovering over you. Your bed, isn't that the real? Isn't that the truth? <laughs> That's the real deal. Ain't that the real deal? Ain't that the truth? He's a figment of people's imagination, but you know, kids gotta well, believe in something early on. Look, okay, it's okay. Do you believe in Clinton still? Oh, I don't know. I've I've never really, uh, I've never really admitted that I don't believe. You know what? How about this? I believe in the spirit of Clinton. Uh, okay. All right. What does that mean to you? 
It means, uh, I guess I believe in like McDonald's and saxophones. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, you, they, those things do exist. So you just like tis the season to be Clinton. You know what I mean? Like it's it like kind of makes you feel warm to see kind of Clinton iconography everywhere once a year. Exactly. Yeah. You know, when uh, people hang the saxophones from telephone wires and, you know, uh, I guess set Big Macs on their doorsteps and um, <laughs> yeah. that kind of Classic. thing. It, it just, you know, it just makes me, yeah, makes me uh, uh, feel the magic of Clinton. Now, I didn't grow up uh, Christian. And uh, <laughs> so for me, I think there's something a little weird about kind of it feels like you're lying to your children you know like do you think any children ever feel lied to once they realize you know like some kid comes up and is like bill clinton doesn't exist yeah <laughs> yeah i i'm sure i'm sure they do in fact i think there's kind of a new movement these days with new parents are kind of being told to kind of frame clinton in a new light um for their kids you know uh to kind of introduce them to the idea of Clinton rather than uh, an actual living, breathing uh, person, you know? Yeah. I mean, I get it. I, I, I've heard the, you know, it, there's magic involved. There's something about buying into it, but you know, um, as a very Jewish rock, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of, you know, it, it weirds me out a little bit, you know, uh, if I have pebbles one day and, you know, I'm going to, am I going to do the whole Bill Clinton thing with them while they're little? I mean, I think if I had, uh, I guess if I had seeds, yeah, if, if I had little seeds, I, I think I'd want to introduce them to the magic of Clinton. Yeah. Because it's all in good fun. Yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. What bad thing has he ever done? What bad thing has Clinton ever done? <laughs> ever done. Clinton has never done anything bad. How do you feel about, I feel like there's like, it feels like a double up crossover about the, the hilf on a shelf. Little Hillary Clinton sitting on a, on a shelf. <laughs> the hilf on a shelf. Now that I think is crossing the line. I think, I think that's introducing terror into these, <laughs> you know, children's bedrooms. You know, this, this constant uh, watching eye with the hilf on the shelf. It's a little, it's got a little like creepy, you know, evil doll quality. No offense to the guest we had on here who was that. Yes, I feel like the dolls, it's introducing the children to this idea of, you know, a surveillance state, you know, and getting used to it. Right. And it's introducing like a paranoia, like they're always going to be being watched, uh, you know, throughout all their lives. They've got to behave themselves, not for the, the, the good of behaving themselves, but because someone's watching, you know, I don't, right. think a, I don't think that's good. I don't you're think okay. When good. Bill Clinton is knows when you're sleeping, knows when you're awake, knows if you've been bad or good, you know? <laughs> well, so only yeah. hail for goodness sake. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I suppose so. Cause I, I mean, I, well, no, you know, I think maybe not, I, I think the naughtier nice, uh, I think you could do without the naughty or nice list. I think Clinton could just come in and play his saxophone for you and give you a Big Mac. And that's my maybe the uh, <laughs> maybe the version of Clinton that I'll introduce to my seeds. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds nice. That sounds nice. Yeah, I like that version of, of, of you know, uh, Bill Clinton more. I, I You know, it is the Coca-Cola Clinton. Uh, it is. It is, you know, Clinton hanging out with those polar bears uh, who, yes. by the way, polar bears do not get enough credit for, for all the work they've done. Not at all. To, you know, putting on those mocap suits for the computer generated, they could just film the polar bear moving around. But they got to They capture these polar bears, put them in mocap suits and then film the bear moving around so they can computer generate the. And they're the doing it on them. a melting iceberg. It's it's really it's oh. messed up. They don't bring them into the studio. They ruin their world. And then there's this poor polar bear balancing on a little thing of ice in a mocap suit or they call it a pocap suit. And it's crazy. It's it, it's it's rude. That is crazy. That is rude. It's rude. Yeah. It's rude. It's crazy. It's selfish. Okay, I got a new segment. Rude, crazy, or selfish? Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, let me think of something. <laughs> okay. Rude, <laughs> crazy, I, or selfish? I'll give you three. I'll give you 
three three people. Okay. Okay. Gus, the gust of wind. Uh huh. Tiffany, <laughs> the geyser. Uh huh. And uh, stick bug. Rude, crazy, or selfish. You got to pick. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say that Gus the Gust of Wind is rude. <laughs> yeah. He's rude because he's, you know, he kind of gets in your face. He's kind of doesn't leave you alone, you know. He's Forgets rude. who you are. Forgets who you are. Crazy. Uh, let's go with the stick bug because the stick bug thought they were in a pirate ship when they were in a cup holder. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we cleared that up off mic because it was absolutely insane. Sometimes you run with the guest and then you're like, we can't do that. We can't yeah, that, live in a non-reality. Yeah, that was a cup holder, not a pirate ship. And uh, selfish uh, Tiffany the geyser because, um, you know, she, uh, I guess, well, she's focused on her career. I don't know if you could call that selfish, but... Um, it is all she talks about when she's on our show. It feels like one long promo. Yeah, that's true. Hey, yeah, there we go. So I think those are pretty accurate uh, descriptions. Yeah, that's pretty good. I guess every one of the choices is insulting <laughs> no yep, matter what. I know. <laughs> crazy yourself. There's no good pocket to be in. No, no, no. <laughs> it's just insulting our guests so, so kindly... Uh, made their way over to this patch of yard or or on, you know, visiting them. Yeah. And we were traveling across the globe. Man, I would love to travel even farther one day, you know? I'd love yeah. to go to different countries, take it to different continents. Revisit uh, perhaps the top of Everest. Oh, ho, ho, ho. See yeah. if it's changed, you know? See what other, fro see if you, you see some frozen mice you used to know. I hope so. I feel like they've cleared off all the mice. They don't call it Mouse Everest anymore. They, they call it Mount Everest. And, right. Based know. on Mouse Everest. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. Crazy, selfish, and rude. Humans, humans, humans. Uh, that's yep. what I got to say. Yeah. Amen. Amen, brother. I guess let us know how you guys feel about the segments that we're doing. Um, I guess we've had TV or not TV, TV or TV, and mm -hmm. then crazy, rude, selfish. If you like any of these, we can make it a regular thing. We can make it. So, yeah, we'll, we'll make it a regu regular thing. We'll make it a regular thing if you just um, uh, tag a picture of uh, one of your plants and then hashtag uh, crazy, rude, or selfish, or, and TV or not TV. And right. if you do that, uh, then we'll know if you like the segments or not. Yeah, because we're always looking at those hashtags. We're always looking at those hashtags. So uh, keep the hashtags coming and the tags. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I was thinking... Um, when I was talking about uh, my seeds, if how I would raise them, you know, I obviously, I don't produce seeds. It makes me think, am I ever going to have, am I ever going to have kids? Wow. You've you never know? thought about it until this moment. <laughs> nope. Never till this moment. What are my kids? I mean, you yeah. have pebbles and they break off of you. So that's clearly your kids, right? Yeah. So I guess would my kids be little, the little tiny shards of me that break off? I guess so. My so. Shards? so will I be raising shards or is that just a ruse? Is that just a figment of my imagination? I don't know. I, I think you have had a lot of little shards, a little, you know, kind of blasted off you and it does feel kind of like if you love them, let them go. And they they go and they kind of share their experiences with you, but they are not you. That's true. So they're, those are my children, and I've never introduced the idea of Clinton to them. And it, I think I should have earlier on. <laughs> you, oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, we got to do a whole season where we gather every one of your children back to tell them the magic of Bill Clinton. I think we do. I really think we do. All right. Well, if we ever get out of this kind of half trap, uh, we could do that. You know, I, I really look forward to more podcasting the minute we're finally fully free. Yes, me too. Me Can too. Can I make a bold statement? And I've never thought about this yet. Please. If my children are pebbles and your children are pieces of you, uh -huh. then... Are our 
evil selves are children? Oh my gosh. Wait a minute. Who's bigger? Who's the bigger chunk? Uh, Is there a chance... Is there a chance we're the children of our evil selves? Oh, we can't. We got to get close enough to measure because it looks pretty close. (laughs) It looks pretty. What if we're split right down the middle? Oh, well, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know who's the dad and who's the mom and who's the baby. Gotta love them, you know? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, gotta love them. Not the mama. (laughs) Not the mama. Well, or maybe the mama. Yeah, or maybe the mama. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you know, the I mama. Mean, TV or not TV? Oh, I'd say TV. I remember maybe the mama from the original dinosaurs. Not that, you know, Henson uh-huh. bull hockey. Yes. Ugh. The original dinosaurs were, they were hilarious. They're always, yeah, yeah. What a Couldn't catchphrase. understand a word they were saying, but, yeah. you know, I, I kind of, I was like, I think that one's saying maybe the mama. Yes, you could kind of tell that that one dino was constantly saying maybe the mama, and it was hilarious. I mean, uh, it it sounds hilarious. I obviously wasn't around for that, but yeah, you told me about it at the past. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, I'm always talking about OG dinosaurs. Uh, It was Uh so funny. So, 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 so funny. Nobody funnier than all of the dinosaurs who are now extinct. Man, I mean... Again, you've just had such a vast array of experience in your life. This is just, it's just phenomenal. I mean, there have been so many species of dinosaurs. I got to play you one of my old Shecky Raptor uh, fossils. It's, uh, <laughs> this stuff is great. Oh, I would love that. I, yeah, I would love that. <laughs> Shecky. Shecky Raptor. Shecky Raptor. He was kind of a, you know, um, a Wolverine skills comic. Uh, you know, it was a real uh, <laughs> saber tiger. Yeah. Shecky. <laughs> Shecky comic was a real Wolverine saber tiger. Well, no, Shecky Raptor was, you know, he, he worked in the kind of Wolverine skills circuit, but uh, he was a raptor. <laughs> anyway, definitely TV. That's what I will say. <laughs> Were there wolverines while raptors were around? Uh, you know, from what I, 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 here's the thing. Having lived so long, I do kind of, like, sometimes my memories mm-hmm. get a little fused. Of like, course, I do of remember, course. yes, there were giant, you know, big, like, saber-toothed tiger kind of dudes. I bet there were huge wolverines walking around. Why not? Yeah, you know, I mean, we had some, there, there were some massive mammals. Uh, huge. Nobody huge. ever talks about them. They love the kind of, like, Freaky, you know, bird lizard looking people. Uh, but right, they just skip from dinos to cavemen. Skip yeah. over a whole, whole lot of years of whack. I mean, huge everything. Right, Hello. there were like huge butterflies. Everything was huge. Yeah, I mean, you could still find it if you. I'd love to, you know, take us on tour so we could encounter some, you know, rainforest gigantism. Uh, oh, incredible! That would be fun. That would be fun. Incredible. The huge leaves, huge bugs. Uh, you know, it's a shame that, um, well, the human Shigeru Miyamoto ripped it off for uh, World 4 of Super Mario Brothers 3. It is a shame. It's an absolute shame. What an asshole. Shameful. What an asshole. <laughs> you know, Shameful. he's, he's uh, I, I recently learned, uh, also fictional, he's the Krampus of, uh, of nature. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. I guess uh I did, I I guess I this is the first time hearing that. I I I believed in him this whole time. Oh, that's pretty rare cuz a lot of people I know a lot of humans believe in Santa but don't believe in Krampus. <laughs> right. But but you're one of the, you know, like you're kind of believing in both ends. You believe in Clinton or at least you used to believe in Clinton, but you still believed in Miyamoto. I still believe I still believed in the spirit of Miyamoto. Okay. You like that Miyamoto had his devilish chains that he would grab all the naughty children and pull them into his yes. Nintendo headquarters in Kyoto and make uh, them play his games. Uh-huh. And like uh, impale them on his goat horns and uh, s- split them in twain. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess they say that, uh, I don't know. I, I one time a bear batted me uh, to the E3 convention 
And oh, yeah. I, yeah, I was watching somebody play a Legend of Zelda game, and I hear that the the villain in that game, Ganondorf, is exact. They, they originally called him Shigeru Miyamoto because that's kind of the what he what he was supposed to look like. Obviously, being a fictitious monster. Well, I, I mean, I thought that was real. I I floated past. I got you know a gust of wind uh, floated me past the G three convention, and uh, you went to G three. Or what did you call what was it? Called? I went to E3. I went to oh, an Electronics yeah. Entertainment Expo, but you went to G3. I went to the G3. I guess, yeah, that was the meeting of the most, the three most powerful countries at the time. It wasn't the G7 summit, it was the G3 summit. Yeah, okay. Guam, Guatemala, and. And Guillermo del Guillermo. Toro. Guillermo del Toro was, yeah, the name of a country briefly. Yeah, yeah it was Guam. Guatemala and Gibraltar. Oh, it's Gibraltar. Okay, it was that Gibraltar. Makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love a Guillermo country. I'll tell you that much. A uh, Guillermo, a whole country of Guillermo delights. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like a Turkish delight, but Guillermo del Toro style. <laughs> oh, I feel free. I'm feeling free. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling, feeling real free. free. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, look over there. It looks like the snails are feeling free too. They are wild. Wow. Whoa, they're moving pretty groovily. Yes, they're kind of doing little like psychedelic circles. Oh, nice. Hey, guys. Hey. Come on over. Yeah, I think we might be able to give the best advice we've ever had. I think so. Let's answer some some of this snail mail. Hey to Tony and a tiny, huge fan of the show, longtime listener, first time caller. Uh, I am a uh, adult great white shark living uh, in this northeastern Atlantic Ocean, um, and I wanted to write in and ask for advice because you know I was talking with a friend of mine recently who had come across an article that referred to sharks as being evolutionarily complacent. Uh, you know, obviously I know that sharks sort of like crocodilians have not really evolved in a couple million years. And I, that's always been sort of a source of pride for me that, you know, kind of like the, if it ain't broke, don't fix it mentality. We're apex predators. There's, you know, there's nothing. We have thousands of teeth and, you know, what's more deadly than a shark, right? So, so it sort of was a weird knock to the confidence to be called evolutionarily complacent. Uh, the article mentioned that sharks had not meaningfully evolved uh, s- since prior to the uh, to the existence not only of trees as an organism, meaning sharks are older than trees, but the rings of Saturn. So that sort of knocked me for a loop, which living underwater is not that big of a deal, but Certainly thought it was worth mentioning. So, so am I complacent? Am I not evolving? Is you know, what tack do I take? Do I take pride in the fact that my species sort of nailed it millions of years ago, or is there something we're missing? Let me know. Thanks so much. Appreciate you guys. Wow! Wow! Heavy stuff. Heavy stuff. Existential questions. Thank you so much for for you know getting this over to us. I don't even know how a shark got in contact with a snail, but I guess I I guess there are sea snails. Yeah, yeah, they're sea snails. They're, and yeah, they're I sky never snails. questioned it before. You yeah, know? we had some snails. space questions too. So. Yeah, they they get around. They're they're pretty good. I mean, they can tuck into their shells and hold their breath for a while when they go into space. So, oh yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> do so. What do you think? Do you think that you know? I'm feeling right. I'm feeling free to be me, and I've I feel like I've changed a lot over a long period of time. Uh huh. Uh huh. But. I feel like maybe grass is always greener to me. I think, I don't know if it's evolutionary complacence. I feel like you've known who you are for a long time and you trust that. That's a great way to look at it. I think that's a great way to look at it. Like, you know, uh, uh, just not worrying about what other people are, are, are saying about you and, you know, going with what you, what you know works and not what you think other people think you should be doing. However, at the same time, you know, is there, I guess it's a question of, is there perfection or, or 
Is there, should you always be striving to change because change is the only constant? And, and I think if you were to, to really get in touch with your true self, I think you would, uh, you would change, but maybe they're changing, uh, at an incredibly unnoticeable rate. Yeah. Maybe there's a little bit of change there. Maybe you can take pride in that and taking your time if you're open to change. I think that, I, yeah, it's good advice. Uh, you know, I think you need to take stock of what you want. Really think hard. Look inside yourself. Look beyond those rows and rows of menacing, nasty-ass teeth. <laughs> those Dude, nasty. Nasty teeth. I, yeah, look beyond all the nastiness of you. I mean, I, it's crazy that you, if you don't keep moving, you will sink. That's a fact about you. And that is wild. That feels emblematic of of maybe you're doing so much moving that you don't want to have to do the work of change because it feels like so much extra work. Right. Because I know you're I mean, your workload is already just off the charts. Yeah. Always moving. Exhausting. That's really exhausting. I wouldn't have time to introspect and maybe change. I mean, no, but sometimes change happens to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, That's mm, very mm. true. So maybe someday we'll see sharks that are just able to sleep right in the middle of the water without sinking. Yeah. Just float. Just fancy free. <laughs> yeah. Sharks without fins. How about oh, that? Sharks with two little teeth and nothing else. Just yes. Little, two little, little teeth, teeth and a big smile. Hello. No fins, two little teeth and a big smile. That's what I call a new kind of shark. That's a new kind of shark. And if you like the idea of that shark, uh, why don't you draw us a picture of that shark? Hashtag freaky shark. And also hashtag TV or not TV and hashtag crazy, rude, or uh. (laughs) whatever the third one was. Whatever the third one was. It was, it was, yeah, it was, it was crazy, rude, or selfish. Yeah. So hashtag those three things and send us a picture of the drawing. Of a freaky shark. Then I would say that, you know, what are you, TV or not TV of uh, the shark's life? Oh, I would TV. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've seen the shitty human feature films. Let's see the real nature TV. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it gets a lot wilder, a lot more adventure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's wild. No fins, two teeth. (laughs) All right. Big smile. Oh, huge smile. Welcome. Welcome to my ocean. <laughs> Just staying still. <laughs> yeah, finally able to breathe. Yeah. Ah, exhale. <laughs> That's what you're evolving towards. That's what you're looking forward to. Relaxation. Well, uh, I got a, one of these snails doing a little backflip over here, so Whoa. I think he's ready. Yeah. Suck it to us. Hi, my name's Crunch, and I'm a chrysalis carcass. Uh, you know, I love my job. Uh I loved it so much, seeing that caterpillar all the way through its metamorphosis into a beautiful monarch butterfly. Um, and I'm just wondering, you know, how can I make my retirement a fulfilling experience? So I'm looking for suggestions, fun hobbies, uh, things to do now that I'm just a chrysalis carcass and no longer a cocoon. Wow. I, I look. When things are free, fate has a way of bringing you together. Uh, mm. I, this is the chrysalis carcass that I saw nabbed by that hawk. That's the same carcass? I would recognize their voice anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Oh. I loved that show. Uh, chrysalis, thank you. I, I, I loved your show. Incredible. Uh, wow. And, and to know that they're safe and retired and not just uh, smashed to pieces by... By that hawk? Well, the hawk wants what's inside, not what's on the outside, I guess. Well, let them go real quick-like. Yeah, welcome to retirement, first of all. Congratulations. Welcome to retirement, yeah. Congrats. Um, Hobbies, I mean, there's plenty of TV. (laughs) Yeah. Everywhere you look. You can tune into whatever show you want if you just look around. Yeah, I mean, we're at, you know, uh, the second generation of peak TV. It's not, you know, Mouse Everest, but... But, I mean, it's endless entertainment if you just want to tap right in. 
Ah, wow. You know, I I, I kind of I'm glad that you're kind of looking for hobbies and stuff. I think often, you know, a lot of the retired plants, animals, other creatures that I know, they can't seem to quit working. You know, mm. it's like, just relax. Uh, it's like that shark. I mean, it's like, chill out. You're allowed to. You've done the work. Relax. You've earned it. You really did. Big time. I mean, uh, you were also the, the star of a TV show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Big star. I mean, honestly, a lot of people always think about the caterpillar and they were like, what's the butterfly going to be? The butterfly is the MacGuffin. We right. never, you know, I mean, especially because it got canceled by that hawk. But uh, <laughs> you were the one we were watching the whole time, you know, and that was incredible. So, I mean, congrats on that. I mean, also, look, if you're looking to stay in entertainment, and I'm not here to say don't work because you are re retired. Obviously, you're allowed to do what you want. I don't know. Maybe now it's time for you, Chrysalis, to get into kind of producing the kind of projects you want to see in the world. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I, I would love to see what that might be. What would a Chrysalis, what kind of a show would a Chrysalis make? I don't think we've seen that yet. And, and I think that would be a fun, uh, fun space to explore. I'd love to see a show about whatever happens inside because it is mind boggling to me. Legitimately mind boggling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the, I don't know how Chrysalis does that. So what you do is magic. I'd love to see that show. That's what is, it kind of defies what is alive. Yeah. The, the creature that went in there dissolves into nothing and is reformed inside of you. You've got the secrets, my friend. Yeah, you got the secret. You you might be more powerful than all these uh, mushrooms everybody's talking about. Yeah, you got to get back to work. We need to harness the, your power. Yeah, we need to use you for more work, I think. is That's your hobby. You cannot retire. You're not allowed to retire. Or maybe you can do a little bit, you know, consulting work. Kind of a little bit here and there, kind of half retired. How about that? Oh. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I just wanted them to really get back into it now. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm 100% on board them working for the rest of their <laughs> lives, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the, you know, who knows? Maybe that's what wizards are harnessing. That magic. Maybe. Maybe it's all in the chrysalis. Because we didn't really ask that wizard, hey, where does your magic come from? We were just so flabbergasted, uh, you know, that's when true. he showed up at the beginning of last season that there was a wizard, that magic exists. I mean, chrysalis is a pretty wizardy, magical sounding word. Uh -huh. Chrysalis? That sounds like a wizard made that word up. Yes. Crystals, crystals. Come on. Crystals. Thistles under the Bill Clinton mistletoe. The mistletoe. Don't get under. And they always say the warning is, uh, you know, I don't know if you would do this with your kids just going back to Bill Christmas. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> but <laughs> Bill Clintsmas. But, you know, I. I it's like, don't get under the mistletoe with Bill Clinton. Don't get caught under it. Uh-huh. Because it will launch right at you. <laughs> It'll fly right <laughs> at your face. The mistletoe. Yeah, I'll give you a little kistletoe. Uh-huh. Right on your toe. I uh, I see a, a snail over there painting a uh, an abstract painting, oh. trying to get our attention. Yeah, you have gotten my attention. You have gotten my attention. All right. Let us... Attention must be paid. Let us let us listen. Hey, y'all. It's me, a stick. Um, I was just calling because I have recently been picked up by this kid, this funny kid named Toby, who is doing a lot of whacking me on trees. And um, he recently snapped me in two, which uh, hurt like the dickens. But he's so funny. And I know his heart is in the right place, even when he shoves me in big piles of poo-poo, which poo-poo is one of those things to me that stinks real bad. Um, but he's funny. Like I said, he's so funny. And I was just calling because he told a friend of his that uh, he was going to shove me up his ass. Uh, so I was just, I think he's kidding. He's obviously kidding. Toby's hilarious. But uh, you guys, uh, what, do you, what do you think? Thank you for your time. Wow. Finally, an Ash-related question. <laughs> Yeah. What do we think? I mean, it sounds like, I mean, it does sound like a funny guy. It sounds like he sounds real funny, but it also seems like he, this, this Toby does what he wants. And if he's saying he's going to stick you up as an ash, uh, I have a feeling you're, you're going up there, buddy. 
You're going up the old bunghole. You're you're seeing you're seeing uh, into the depths of Toby's bungverse. Yeah, <laughs> into the bungverse. The Toby cinematic bungverse. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Does this I mean Toby, does this have anything to do is this I wonder what the name of this Toby kid what this Toby kid's last name is. Yeah. Could it be I, McGuire? Oh. Yeah, I guess it would be. Yeah, it would be the Toby Skinematic uh, Bungaverse <laughs> if if Toby shoved you. Uh, you know, I guess is it how? What do you define as kid? Because I think to me, you know, I, I'm so old now that everybody's kind of a kid to me. Maybe it is Toby I, actor, the human actor Toby McGuire. I could picture Toby McGuire doing that with a stick. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, you can imagine him just picking up a stick and hitting it against a tree and threatening to shove it up his ass to one of his friends. Leaning, ta- leaning over to Leonardo DiCaprio. Talking yeah, I think to Kirsten sho- down sunset. I think I'm going to shove this stick up my ass. Oh, yeah, you prove it. <laughs> prove it, Toby. Hey Toby, we got you. We need you for Spider Man. Uh, we need that. We got you. We need you to do your Spider Man stuff. Get that stick out your ass. I can't. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to film this scene upside down. Uh, yeah, we definitely can't see his legs. You are not a, shoot him for the front. Let's uh, can we paint the stick to look like a spider web that just dropped down? Yeah, that was that spider web in that famous scene was actually just a stick that was up Toby's ash. Yeah, they could you know MTV Movie Awards 1999 Best Kiss you know could go really to the stick that the stick didn't get anything. Yeah, that was all due to the stick. Thank you for telling us, you know, about this uh, stick. I guess in this version of things, this has happened to you before. This is you worrying about a thing. Right. Or maybe we got this message. This is a message from a really long time ago. And maybe he assumed we'd have a podcast 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. This was the abstract painter snail who brought it. So they maybe were just busy painting for a long time. Right. So that's, you know what? That clears it up. That clears it up. (laughs) That clears it up. (laughs) This is a 20-year-old message. 20-year-old message. I mean, yeah, I will say I have to disagree. Tobey Maguire isn't funny as the Dickens to me. I think great actor. Uh, he's got some like understated comedy, but uh-huh. I don't know if he's like comedy with a capital C. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I think maybe, uh, uh, yeah, might have to sh- shift your perspective a little on what um, what your sense of humor is versus what Toby's sense of humor is. And I, th- I think you got to really uh, listen to yourself. And if, if you really like actually getting uh, uh, shoved in stinky doo-doo, uh, broken in half, you know, if it, if it hurts, um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe Toby's not actually as funny as you think he is. Yeah. I think, I think it's kind of a bullying sense of humor, uh, mm-hmm. but you know, you got to consent, to to all those things that happen. And, and you know, it sounds like Toby might not even be a good friend. Right. If you think poo poo cells smell stinky. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to laugh at what he laughs at. Uh-uh. If, if Do not poo-poo. laugh at what Toby McGuire laughs at. Yeah, if you think poo poo stinky, then poo poo stinky. Poo poo stinky. All right. Wow, we really did it. That was the best advice we've ever given on the pod. hundred uh, percent. I mean, it gets it gets uh, <laughs> more earnest every time. Yeah, but more earnest with age, as they say. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Just like the stink of a doo doo. Yeah. Oh yeah. It gets more earnest with age. That's for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> earnest stinks stupid. You know what I mean. <laughs> Ernest stinks stupid. Oh, oh yeah, I'm feeling free, baby. Come on, Ernest stinks stupid. I, I I understand that that TV or movie. Whoa! Hey, new segment alert. New segment I, alert. Hashtag. Okay, I'm gonna say hashtag. I would prefer it as TV, even though it's a movie. I want to see Ernest in you know a serialized show. Yes, I mean that should have happened. They had basically serialized, well, near serialized movies. Yeah, yeah. Should have should have had show after show. That's what I say. Yeah. Well, nobody listens to us until now. Yeah, until now. No. I guess some some people like the stick were assuming we would have a podcast in twenty years and decided to call in and ask a question. 
That stick was a visionary, even if they were worried about being shoved up Tobey Maguire's ash. Uh-huh. They were ahead of their time. Yeah. I hope they're out there somewhere enjoying life. Maybe flo- floating along the ocean, taking in the sights. Oh, that's nice. When does <laughs> a stick become driftwood, you know? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, You know, this has been a really good episode. I mean, I feel open. I feel like also we might have children. We learned that. Right. We might have children and they might hate our guts. That sounds like children. That sounds like a distinct possibility. Maybe they're just in a teenage phase. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. Wow. That is a huge discovery. And I don't think we would have gotten there if we were still in that cage. I think having the freedom to imagine, you know, feeling free and open and loose without these bars. Yeah. You know what? I just want to. Thank Funko for all of their pops. Because if if we didn't have that Sequoia fire pops at all the bars, we wouldn't have gotten to this conclusion. And, you know, for a while, I thought the amount of plastic one company creates could be devastating the planet. But you know what? It helped out nature just once. Yep. Yep. This episode is dedicated to you. (laughs) Yep. Hey, everybody check out the Funko store in Hollywood, California. They, maybe we, when, we, when we get fully free, we could take our kids to the Funko store. And who knows? Maybe when we get a little more capitalistic, maybe when we're, we get trying, you know, get this uh, show on the road, get grinding a little bit more. Maybe they'll make some Funkos out of us, you know? Oh, now that would be fun. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> ah, You know what? I, I got a new agenda. Yeah. We're going to repair our relationship with our children. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's be good parents. You know, I'm in. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, th- I think I think I could do it. I, I mean, I think I might have to start with, um, you know, introducing my religion to them. That's uh, fine. The Clinstianity. Yeah. Yeah. I'll introduce Judaism. You'll introduce what's that? Judaism. <laughs> based on Judge Judy. Yeah, based on Judge Judy. I watched so much Judge Judy that I became Judish. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. Yep. We We got to (laughs) introduce... The first thing we got to do as good parents is introduce religion to our children. Yes, that's what good parents do. Shove religion down their children's throats. Hey, now that's what I call crazy, selfish, and rude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a good one out there. Have a good one and have a free one. Have a free Willie. You know, the Santa kind. Old slick Willie himself in a little Santa hat for your religion. <laughs> of the Santa kind of free Willie. You know, you're a, you're a Christian. <laughs> Yes. Old Slick Willie. Old Slick Willie. All right. I'm so free that I can't end the episode. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Thanks for listening to Nature Talks to Itself. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or uh, wherever you humans get podcasts. And give it five astronomical objects consisting of a luminous spheroid of plasma held together by its own gravity. Yeah, stars. Give it five stars. You can get updates on the show by following at Nature Talks Pod on Twitter and Instagram, as well as at Hey Justin and at JCityUSA. Nature Talks to Itself is created and hosted by Jace Armstrong as me, a tiny crunchy leaf, and Justin Michael as Anthony Geode. Allison Kim designed the logo, Casey Trela created the music along with some crickets, and Brian Holmes edited the podcast. A special thanks to our snail mail callers, Brennan Lee Mulligan as a great white shark, Ruha Taslimi as a chrysalis carcass, and David Nair as a stick. Until next time. Until next time. Nature's watching. Nature is watching. Ha-cha-cha-cha. Ha-cha-cha-cha. Ha-cha-cha.